Welcome back. Today we're talking about matcha. I've recently started my matcha journey and I've been feeling pretty good about it. So I wanted to share it with you guys because I know how popular it is and I'm just going to talk about the history of matcha, I'm going to talk about how it's made, why or if it's beneficial. Uh, Compare it to green tea and coffee, very common other sources of caffeine, and why it's different. Why is it better? Why is it so love? Why is it so hyped at the moment? But also, what are the negatives? Because there are some. So let's get into them. So I guess I'm going to start off with what is matcha? It's been around for so long, as well as green tea. I don't know how long coffee's been around for, but I feel like matcha is longer. I'm just going to put that out there. I'm going to pretend like that is a fact. So apparently it was introduced into Japan in the 1100s. 1100s, is that right? Yeah, by a Buddhist monk who realised that he had some of this magical powder, this magical green fluid, and I call it swamp juice, magical green swamp juice, and he was like, hmm, I feel pretty good. He basically felt really relaxed, but also alert, and he then started a practice. Actually, I don't know if it's a man. Can monks only be men? I think they can. Anyway, he started a practice called the way of tea and basically became like sushi making in Japan. Like they became really fucking devoted to it and they were like, we are going to make the best tea in the world. And they got whisks involved and they got like pestle and mortars going and it's like a whole thing. Like they sit on the floor and they fucking brew the shit out of it. So it's like a, you know, it's a big thing. They've put here, the perfect preparation of tea became an exercise of devotion that honoured the beauty found among, 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 the otherwise flawed world. Should I talk like this throughout my whole podcast episode? I've been watching too much of The Crown, you see, and it would suit me, suit me, to continue as such. I've been watching The Crown, which is basically about the British monarchy, and I'm kind of addicted to it at the moment. It's um, my, I don't want to say guilty pleasure, because I'm not fucking guilty about it. It's my pleasure. I've only got one episode left, so rip me. So that is what matcha is. Well, I guess we haven't really talked about, let's talk about how we make it. How we, (laughs) I'm not making it. Here I am, picking the fucking tea leaves. No. It basically comes from the same plant as green tea. Would you believe it? They're both green and they're both tea. So, but they're actually slightly different. So they both come from Camellia sinensis, sinensis plant, which is basically an evergreen bush, bushy tree thing. And I'm trying to think of something that you would compare it to in the UK, but I don't know any names of any bushes, so I can't quite complete that sentence, or in any other country. So I I know the kind of bushes I mean, but I don't know what they're called. So the point is kind of moot. Moot? Moo? And basically, um, the difference is the green tea, they just pluck them off. Pluck, pluck, pluck pluck them off, the good ones, like the good leaves, the baby ones, and then they leave them to dry, and then they steam them, and then they dry a bit more, I believe, 
and then they roll them up and then that they use they put the tea leaves in the water brew them throw away the tea leaves match it is slightly different so they um once they've picked them off they put them in um oh okay before they pick them off they put them in these the bushes in these cloths which shade them from sunlight for like four weeks and then they that increases the chlorophyll levels i don't know how do you know what i never understand how people come up with this shit like i don't understand how we got to the point of having beer I understand the point of alcohol. Like, I can understand, like, okay, we had some, like, apple juice. It went funny. And people thought it was poison, right? So they drank it to try and kill themselves. Then they felt a bit funny, fell asleep, and they were like, oh, that was weird. I didn't die. So then that is how alcohol was discovered. I don't understand how beer was discovered. Like, you don't just fall upon beer. Like, it's... I've I've been to a brewery to learn about it. The Heineken factory, in fact. I know it's a lager. In Amsterdam... And honestly, it was like a fucking million stage process. I was like, no one is ever going to come up with this or off, like just off the cuff. Like, oops, we accidentally discovered beer. So it's like, how did people discover all of this stuff? I kind of get it with this a bit more though. Like, you know, you could see how the process evolved with beer. I do not understand it. It was like, yeah, we, we pick the hops and then we ferment them, but then we do something else. And it was like this whole process that was completely backwards to me. But anyway, that was a quick little anecdote. So apparently it increases the chlorophyll levels. Chlorophyll is that green shit in plants that makes it green. And it's like the mitochondria kind of thing um, of... No, wait, is it? It's the chlorophyll. No, that's that's the... What are those cells in that produce chlorophyll? chlorophyll cells they're called chloroplasts there we go chloroplasts are cells which contain chlorophylls and that is where photosynthesis fucking hell i've not done um what's it called in a while uh biology that's where photosynthesis takes place what a difficult word photosynthesis you wouldn't be able to say that if you had a speech problem would you that should be the the thing we use um what we use it when we determine like how someone's speech is when they've had a stroke is we use British constitution and baby hippopotamus <laughs> and we should use photosynthesis as well. Like that should be in there. So I don't know, someone's missed a trick there, but apparently baby hippopotamus. I feel like British constitution is, whilst it's difficult, is a little bit um, colonial. I don't know. I don't actually know what it means. British constitution. Uh, I don't know I just got the fact that it was like colonial vibes but maybe I'm completely wrong you know I don't spit facts on this podcast I just I (laughs) I do spit facts but then I also spit complete falsities as well um I don't know it's something about law but I do look it up you know I don't just spit facts and pretend that it's the truth I do admit to my inadequacies so that's great so they shade them, increases chlorophyll, and apparently increases the production of amino acids. Particularly, the very important molecule in matcha, very important, L-theanine. Theanine? Look, I, don't, I didn't say that I could say all of them. I'm trying, okay? Apparently, um, this in particular contributes to how matcha taste which i'll get to in a bit because it's an interesting flavor then they harvest it so they hand pick them 
and they take only the youngest and tenderest of leaves, the little baby ones, and they're called tentia, apparently. I'm learning so much as well as you. Like, I, I, I'm not a matcha connoisseur. Like, I, I learn about this shit for my podcast to teach you guys, but I find it interesting, and, you know, one day I will be the encyclopedia that I've always wanted to be. <laughs> anyway, um, they're then steamed to prevent oxidation and it maintains their bright green colour which Matcha is very famous for and um, it also stops enzymes degrading the flavour to make, like, to stop it from tasting bitter because nobody wants a bitter drink although you could argue that coffee is a bit bitter but only if it's done wrong I suppose then they dry them then they take the veins out I don't know who is doing that, but they've got some skills because I'm sure that the leaves can't be more than two inches long. Like, do they just like peel out? Because I don't know. And that sounds like an absolutely painstaking job that I would not want to be involved in. You'd have to pay me a lot to do that. And no wonder the matcha is so expensive because I'm sure they have not, they're probably doing that hand, hand vein pulling. I think if you pulled someone's vein in a human, it would probably all come out at once. But plant veins? Who knows? Like, you would have to cut the skin. I don't know. I, I haven't... I'm afraid I can't answer that question. Not that it was a question. Then they grind it, apparently using a stone mill. I don't really know how important it is that the material is stone. Like, surely you can just do it with, I don't know, a blender? Pfft, it's questionable how how much they really need to do it with the stone mill but there we go and I guess you could say that the blender might like mash up the amino acids so they're not like whole but then you are kind of grinding it so I don't really know and then package well we didn't need that step did we that was kind of obvious it doesn't just float over the sea to us we don't just inhale it catch it in our own nets or something so I've put I've put a thing here what what is what drinking matcha is like what excellent English Dawn have so I haven't actually written anything below it which is kind of stupid so let me tell you my little my little story so about a week ago about a week ago I bought real r-h-e-a-l superfoods magic matcha it is difficultly it has four ingredients so whilst dawn is drinking matcha she's also consuming three other naughty ingredients one of those being i've just got my middle finger up one of those being lion's mane mushroom which i have a plan to do another episode after this maybe not tonight but on monday it's going to come out on lion's mane mushroom um ashwagandha i don't know if i'm saying that right i think i am um i also am going to do an episode on that too so stick around if you want to hear about the ashwagandha lion's mane mushroom vibe ginger everyone knows about ginger i don't need to do an episode on that do i but maybe i could do like a common household herby vibe situation podcast what am i saying i don't know what's going on with me today i think maybe it's the drugs (laughs) Okay, as in the drugs of matcha. 
So what is it drink? What is it like? Well, it's an experience because I think you can take, you could take like pills. I was looking at um, supplements that had lion's mane and stuff like that in. And I was thinking, do you know what? As part of my like ritual, I prefer just to have a drink. I like having a drink. I like making it. Do I like making it? I think so. I like making it. I don't like the washing up though. I like drinking it. I like just sitting down and drinking and watching the crown and drinking my green green tea my green coffee matcha latte whatever you want to call it now I would usually do that with coffee I'm kind of like weirded out a bit with coffee now I don't know in my head I'm like can I drink it still like is it possible because drinking matcha is a bit weird it's green for a start now the matcha I have is not the bright green that you typically get it's more of like a darker green and I'm thinking it's either quality related although they did say they use high quality ceremonial grade don't ask apparently that's the best kind ceremonial grade matcha but they've also got other things in it so I'm thinking is it a problem with the matcha or is it because it's got mushroom in it which is kind of brown so that makes sense right so if you separated the ingredients actually the matcha would look really green then the lion's mane mushroom is dried so it's brown and then ginger is kind of browny orange and then ashwagandha is brown so maybe that's just making it more brown anyway it's kind of cool drinking a like it's kind of appealing for the eyes like it's a nice cute little green color you feel like you're drinking health and you can put some um milk in it which is fine whereas i don't really think you could put milk in green tea like and i don't really get how what the problem is but there's something wrong there as in the fact that I can put um, milk into green, uh, sorry, milk into matcha, but not into green tea. I think it's because green tea, when you brew it, it's just water and green pigment. Like it's not the, it's got no like substance to it. It's just watery. If you put water in that, it would just turn into this like cloudy green liquid, which I get that is what matcha looks like, but it's also thicker. Like it's more concentrated, it's thicker it is it's like it's a bit like a kind of green hot chocolate but like not not super thick so putting milk in it doesn't seem like an atrocity as it would with green tea and I don't know anybody that puts milk in green tea like please they need to go to prison if they if anybody does that that should be a crime against humanity so it is an experience for the eyes now I think if you don't like coffee I would give matcha a go because it doesn't taste anything like it matcha is i would say earthy coffee everybody knows what coffee tastes like like i don't know even how to describe it it's kind of i don't want to say it's bitter but it's got a very strong flavor and matcha doesn't it's quite a neutral flavor but it's also very earthy and grassy like if i was to take a kind of small segment of if i was just to dig my fingers no wait there yeah dig my fingers in the soil get some grass, get some soil, mash it up, put it in a tea strainer and make a drink from it. I would imagine that's kind of what matcha tastes like. So yeah, it's, it's, I'm enjoying it because I'm like, it's good for me. So I'm like, it's fine if it tastes a bit weird. And actually I don't mind it. It tastes kind of nice. I could see why you might need to add something sweet to it. So you could have like a little bit of, I don't know, agave nectar. I've got some of that at the moment. I don't put it in but I'm just saying theoretically or 
just like something to sweeten it or oat milk sometimes has a well whatever milk you want to use has like a kind of sweeter flavor so it kind of makes it a bit more palatable so yeah let's talk about let's talk about sex baby also you feel like a boss ass bitch when you're drinking matcha you're like i'm drinking a green coffee thing because i'm amazing like that's kind of what it feels like coffee basic bitch it is a basic bitch drink isn't it everyone's got coffee um now the difference between drinking oh also yeah okay the difference between drinking coffee and matcha one of the other things i've noticed is your breath when you drink coffee fucking stinks you get this coffee breath and this like brown tongue and if you don't have if you don't brush your teeth after or have any chewing gum people are not going to enjoy being in your presence and I have had it where I've been like oh boy you had a cup of coffee earlier didn't you when I've been like with other people and I hate the idea of me smelling bad to other people so if I can reduce how much stinkiness I have then perfect so that is that's one of the benefits of matcha is i think you are a bit less stinky um the other thing is they have put alkaline acidic i mean there is literally no evidence to show that you should have a more alkaline food based diet drink etc because your body neutralizes it anyway because um like fair enough if you have acid reflux but or um have um i don't know stomach ulcers but if you're like i'm gonna try and neutralize my body with alkaline drinks like don't try and go there come on sort your life out but i do understand the reflux vibe like i get that i'm well on that train trust me now i think one of the biggest differences well for a few but one of the biggest differences with matcha and coffee is that coffee basically kicks you in the fucking ass with the caffeine content straight away number one within 15 minutes number two it peaks really really quickly but subsequently drops very very quickly now what i've noticed with coffee is i end up getting this crash and i end up feeling like i'm gonna die basically feeling really shaky and i'm like oh my god i can't cope and then i end up being like right i need something sugary because i literally feel like my blood sugar is about to be zero or minus one like i feel like it's that's not possible but i feel like it's nothing like i have no fucking sugar left in my body or energy or life so then i just go and get something that boosts you back up and that cannot be good for your blood sugar or your you know overall health so what i have noticed in drinking matcha is that i haven't had that crash and that is so nice because i hate that feeling of like feeling like oh my god i am walking on sunshine and then feeling like wow i could be in the pit of hell right now so that is a great benefit in my opinion it's because of something called the l-theanine do you remember I talked about that earlier? You remember, don't you? And basically it slows down the absorption of caffeine. Um, and if you don't have that, then 99% of your caffeine gets absorbed like straight away. So it's like, bam! And then you're like, ah! Whereas matcha, it's like, that was the caffeine throughout the day. I'm now a do. It's me. So, um... I've already talked about 
matcha versus green tea blah 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 oh the caffeine content as well matcha has about 70 milligrams of caffeine and coffee has anywhere from 95 to 100 and it hits you way quicker and it makes you want to die after about an hour or two the other thing is um oh my god i've just had a complete mind blank oh the other thing is the negative on the side of matcha is that it doesn't give you any mood boosting effect so i actually did a podcast on caffeine if you want to go check that one out i don't know um i don't know how long ago it was i'm afraid a couple of months month maybe and um when we drink caffeine in coffee form or tea i suppose we get this like serotonin boost um and or some kind of happy hormone i can't remember uh, neurotransmitter sorry um don't quote me on that there like go and check out the podcast it's called exploring caffeine's benefits or something um and we get a mood boost whereas i have noticed that my mood is kind of fairly like i'm not gonna do that again but you get the point throughout the day like it's not like i get this like massive oh my god like i'm jumping off the fucking walls and then i'm like crying in the toilets in the next hour so that is definitely a benefit although yeah you don't want to um it would be nice to you know feel happy all the time but life does not give us that benefit i'm afraid despite being called backseat positivity i bring you back down to reality so um mm, i think the biggest positives for matcha is that it's been shown literally clinically proven to reduce um stress and anxiety especially compared with coffee um and it also enhances short and long-term memory and cognitive function you wouldn't believe it right now would you like i mean i'm doing pretty well i haven't yawned once it is midnight is it midnight half midnight half midnight half 12 so i'm doing pretty well i'm not gonna lie and but it also has no effect on mood (laughs) um studies on mice i don't know if i should if this is even i was gonna say if it's even relevant it is relevant because it's still a study isn't studies on every being are important studies on mice showed that matcha enhanced spatial learning upregulated brain derived neurotrophic and insulin degrading enzyme leading to reduced neuroinflammation so basically in summary um it reduce um it enhanced certain things <laughs> that will protect your brain from inflammation which is pretty nice because the brain is a pretty important little fella so it also helps with lipid profile so reducing the bad fats in your body and um stabilizing glucose metabolism reduce inflammation um and reducing weight gain also in mice but also in humans some of this is obviously due to the caffeine content but also the other benefits and it must surely be the you know profile of how quickly it um comes on you know with the l-theanine um you know if you're gonna have like a massive um sugar crash then you're probably more likely to go to something that's going to boost your sugar really quickly. So if you've got something that's just releasing nice and slowly, well, that's going to benefit you in so many ways, definitely physically. Um, There's also been some evidence to show that there's some kind of anti-tumor effects, although I don't want people to think, well, I'll take matcha and I will be cured of cancer. It might help to prevent, but I don't think it's, you know, we're not in the stages of, let's take 
green tea matcha green tea to cure cancer that would be good though wouldn't it that would be good if we could just drink green tea and all be happy i think there are some negatives now number one is although i said i like the taste of it i could see how it's definitely a mm, interesting vibe you might not like it if you don't like the taste of grass and dirt uh no don't take my word for that and obviously different ones taste different right the one that i've got tastes pretty nice it is quite earthy i would say you can always just have less of it have more milk um you could add sweetener but um i guess that kind of defeats the purpose but you can like wean yourself up like most people when they try coffee for, for the first time they're like ew what the fuck is this is gross get it away from me and it also depends on how well the coffee's brewed etc so the taste is a potential negative um number two is it is actually it has more calories than coffee um i've put two and a half times more calories because technically um i can't remember exactly but for the same amount of coffee and matcha one is like two calories the coffee and the matcha is five so technically it's two and a half times but i mean who is counting really and also i only have one matcha a day i wouldn't have more but sometimes i have two coffee. so you know also like come on it's a drink whatever calories don't matter um I would also say there have been some concerns about um, lead and arsenic and liver toxicity, but they're not particularly founded in evidence. Um, there's some thought that if you mash up the leaves of a whole tree and don't just sort of soak them, then you are potentially getting all of the heavy metals, lead and arsenic, that um, it's absorbed. So, you know, from the ground and from, I don't know if it takes it from the air, from the ground. So... But I mean, it's probably minimal and we get exposed to, you know, all sorts of things every day. So just don't go drinking like 10 matches a day and I think you'll be fine. Um, the main issue I would say is that it's expensive. It's super expensive. It's like, I don't even know. How much was that thing that I bought? I mean, probably um, it was 20, 20 quid for a pot, but it says it's six servings, which is going to technically last me two months. If it does, who knows? It's never fully accurate though, is it? But we'll see. Uh, but it is super. Fun. Like a kilo of it is like a hundred quid or something. You would never get that with coffee. But then with matcha, you are consuming the whole thing. You're not like, um, you're not brewing it as such. You're not like, you know, using the beans and then the ground beans and then um, throwing that away. You are like consuming the whole thing. So yeah, I think the other thing is if you get so used to it that you're like, you can't live without it and then you go away somewhere, you're going to have to take it with you because it's you pretty much can't get it anywhere that I've noticed. I've had a matcha latte out and about maybe like two or three times. Like it's not a common situation. So, you know, coffee is fucking everywhere. Like tea, everywhere. Green tea, you could probably get to be fair. So if you're not fussy... But matcha, if you start to get used to it, I do always worry that, you know, we we get used to something and then it's not there. I mean, you could take it with you, I suppose, if you're, you know, you could put it in your suitcase or whatever, depending on where you're going. So it's not the end of the world. Anyway, guys, I think that's going to be it. My fucking back is like, oh, do you know what? It just feels like it needs to be like cracked, like a one of those um, glow in the dark things. Crack. I, I feel like I need to crack like that. Anyway, thanks so much for listening or watching. I'm thinking about making some merch. I don't know. Like, just for me mainly, but I guess I could make it available. But I was kind of thinking I might get a top. <laughs> um, I just thought the logo looks kind of cool and I could have it on a t-shirt. 
is that sad i don't know let me know but anyway if you liked it please give it a like um subscribe um follow whatever you want to do give it a five star rating please because that would be like super lovely on spotify or apple podcast or whatever you listen to podcasts and if you are just listening on the podcast you can also um watch the video on my youtube channel at dawn barlow or i've put the i'm now putting the episodes on my youtube channel um before they come out in video format as well because they now support rss feed so wow so many new things happening anyway thanks so much for listening and i'll see you in the next episode i upload every two times a week monday or thursday bye